Hello and welcome to Through Bullying, a podcast which explores the different facets of bullying, how it affects people, what causes it, and what can be done to manage the problems associated with it. I'm your host, Alex Sensen. In this podcast, I'll be speaking with a diverse group of people to look at bullying from different perspectives and through different lenses. This is a forum to give people a chance to tell their stories and help others by sharing what they've learned. It's an opportunity to have conversations with parents, teachers, students, counselors, psychologists, social workers, academics, and anyone else who wants to help. By gaining deep insight into bullying behavior, I hope to be able to create tools that can help people manage bullying and move through it and beyond it. I believe the first place these tools are required is in early childhood education, both at school and at home. I've already taken this first step by starting a brand new YouTube channel called Chicken Wing Ninjas in collaboration with the artist Basil's J. Chicken Wing Ninjas uses art and animation to teach young children about aspects related to conflict, emotions, feelings, and interpersonal interactions. Through this, they learn a deeper context necessary to manage forms of conflict such as bullying. There are a number of reasons why I decided to create this podcast. To start out with, I was bullied as a kid, um, ever since about grade four through middle of high school. Um, I was teased and bullied both physically, emotionally. It was very difficult to get through that period because I did not have the tools necessary to really help myself. My dad always used to tell me that I needed to stand up for myself. I had to go and find the biggest bully in school and punch him in the face. And to me, being a really, really scrawny small kid um, with very low self-esteem, that's not something I wanted to do. It was terrifying, and I didn't want to hurt people. I didn't really understand why I should have to. I didn't understand why the bullying behavior was happening. I was just really confused all the time because what did I do wrong? Um, It was really unknown to me. So that's part of the reason why I started this podcast. The other is that in the time since, I have become somewhat of an expert in uh, human behavior and conflict. And that's because of my training in traditional martial arts. The martial arts is really a systematic study of fighting and conflict. And it goes far beyond what people typically think of martial arts as just being the fighting or physical component of it. I've been doing this for a couple of decades now, and I've gotten quite deep into the philosophical side of things where it is more of a study of uh, human behavior. And that is all sort of rooted on and centered on the topic of conflict and fighting. There's so many different types of conflict in our lives. Everything you do every day, all the interactions you have, you're fighting for something. You have to fight to get out of bed in the morning. You have to fight uh, to drive to work with all the traffic. You have to, you know, try to negotiate and bargain with people, whether it's at work or whether you're at the store buying something or, you know, you're always using some sort of tactic to um, manage uh, forms of conflict in your life. So, This is a topic that I've learned a lot about and realized that there isn't much in terms of the topic of conflict as as an academic study that's learned in school at a young age. Kids, they know how to fight. They are born knowing how to fight and they fight all the time, which is a normal thing. That's how they learn. But you start to see problems emerge in cases where kids are not able to manage conflict and emotion in a constructive way. 
So bullying behavior itself may arise from a child feeling fear or intimidation themselves. And their mechanism for handling it, if they feel really bad, is to, is to fight, to go and attack somebody else and make them feel worse, because by comparison now they feel more like they're in control of what's going on. They're not the ones suffering now, they are redirecting that energy. Um, so, and, and the same can be said for kids who are on the more sensitive side and are being bullied or picked on they retreat inwards. They don't know how to manage the emotions they're feeling. Um, They don't know how to fight back or stand up for themselves because they don't really understand that conflict that's going on between the way they feel, their base human nature, and how they should respond to that. I think the key is really trying to build up an individual um, from the inside out first, to have them become comfortable with their feelings, their emotions, their nature, and to understand what happens under certain circumstances, what happens when they get upset or they feel fear, what does that mean? What does it mean when someone fights? Is fighting a good thing or a bad thing? Is fear, greed, all of these negative emotions, are they a good thing or a bad thing? And how do you, how do you manage it? And then how do other people manage it? And once you have a, a general understanding of how these things work together, it becomes less scary, it becomes less of a mystery, and you can then fall back on your own sense of confidence that you have a strong foundation as an individual, you're confident in yourself, and you understand the reason why others are doing the things they're doing. It's no longer something that you've done wrong. It's not something that you take to be uh, a personal attack. Now it's just a problem to be managed. And being able to manage that problem is how to defeat bullying. There is really no one that can 100% protect you other than you. You have your supports, you have people looking out for you, friends. But ultimately, a lot of the emotional pain and trauma that comes with bullying, it's something that has to be managed by each individual themselves. And The only way for an individual to be able to do that is that they have the right tools and education and context and and knowledge first, so that they've built up that strong foundation. Now, academic learning is one thing, to be able to understand the meanings behind words and feelings and emotions. However, you cannot fully understand in an intuitive way these sorts of lessons without direct what I would call um, feeling of the things involved. So this is why martial arts and physical sorts of activities help to teach parts of these concepts as well, because it forces you to feel things. And without feeling things, because this is an emotional type of learning, you can't fully appreciate and learn uh, what you need to know. So the academic side of things is one thing, but it's I, I don't think it's enough. There, there has to be a time where an individual is faced with an emotional challenge um, or potentially a physical challenge, but it's more a physical challenge may provoke an emotional response, and that emotional response is what needs to be faced. So facing bullying in itself is a learning opportunity. If you are prepared with the tools necessary to attempt to manage it. And through that management process, 
there's a lot of learning that goes on, and that learning is critical. So some of the resources that could be created, the tools that could be created, even in an academic setting, it has to be able to evoke a certain sense of uh, of challenge, of conflict. The conflict has to come out of it. And that could be in the form of uh, storytelling or whatever it is, which provokes emotional responses like fear to say that this story makes someone a little bit uncomfortable, makes them a little bit afraid or uh, feel a certain way because then you are forced to confront and manage and deal with those emotions. If the emotions, if it's always to protect and shield people from experiencing these emotions, nothing can be learned. So that's where I see a lot of the mistakes being made is that there's too much shielding, uh, protection, and avoidance. And I think avoidance is actually causing a lot of problems because you cannot keep avoiding. Avoiding always leads to fear because the fear is always that at some point in time, you're not going to be able to avoid it anymore. And that's scary because if you've never had to face whatever it is you're avoiding, then you're always living in constant fear. So the earlier that some of these things can be faced, managed, and learnt, the better. To use an analogy, imagine bullying and bullying prevention is sort of like driving a car. And in the school system, they've gotten really good at setting speed traps, um, setting the rules, posting the speed limits, enforcing the speed limits, making sure that people are trying to obey the laws. And yet, they haven't given much thought about how to teach the kids how to drive the car. The car being, of course, the child's own ability to manage conflict. So it's all about awareness and prevention and being aware of it and trying to prevent it is great. You kind of have to do that. But it's sort of like trying to prevent humans from being humans. It's, it's futile in a way because you'll never stop it. It will never be over because all of this is being driven by a very deep, very innate human nature that is always rooted in conflict and fighting. And it has to do with those deep-seated emotions that everyone feels. You can't, you can't simply prevent that. You can't stop it. It will always come out. It will always happen. It's just part of human nature. It's part of who we are. So we have to teach the kids how to drive their own cars. That way, they can avoid the kind of bad things from happening that occur when bullying takes place. Because it will take place. And we should definitely be very vigilant and aware of the things that can happen, especially when we're talking about chronic bullying that's causing extreme emotional um, problems, but also physical bullying that could be quite dangerous as well. So there has to be a bit of both. But we can't ignore and neglect the fact that there is a set of skills that need to be taught to each and every individual. And those set of skills and, and knowledge will not only help kids manage bullying, It'll also help kids not become a bully, because if they're in touch with the things that are making them scared or uncomfortable, again, they will also be better able to handle what it is that they're dealing with, rather than redirecting and reflecting the uh, feelings and turning it around and becoming a bully. I don't think young kids necessarily even really realize what they're doing and the harm that they're doing. It's just a natural response to their inability to properly manage and cope with how they feel. 
I've spent a lot of time talking about kids, and I think that's just because bullying is quite common with children, and children, when they're young, they have the best chance of being built up and being prepared and learning all of these things so that they can use those skills for the rest of their life. But bullying also happens in in many different settings as well. There's a whole thing around workplace bullying. Uh, Adults also partake in bullying behavior, and it can be quite serious. So we will also be touching on those topics as well. Each guest that I have on the show will be talking about bullying from their own unique perspective. So we will have people from all sorts of different diverse groups, um, ages, and vocations that will have stories to tell. Um, So I'm really looking forward to interviewing and talking to all of these people. I've already had a number of interviews, and it's just, it's amazing to hear from different people, their experiences, and how unique those experiences can be, and the outlook that they have, how it changes them, how they deal with things, the struggles that they go through, and then what they learn by going through those struggles is a very important thing. So I hope that um, you'll enjoy uh, the episodes to come. And the very first episode, I will be talking to a 10-year-old boy who had been uh, viciously attacked by a group of kids at school. And this is an example of physical bullying. There was no real history of chronic bullying, but it was quite a serious event. And this kid, um, I think you'll be really surprised to hear what he has to say. Uh, So I'll leave it at that and hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast series.